When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Out of Bounds podcast brought to you by the premium cigars at Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson and on the reservoir. Havana Smoke Shop for your premium cigars. Good morning. Welcome in the Out of Bounds Show. Brought to you by the Ram Trucks, Jeep Grand Cherokees, and pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks at Mack Hike and Flowwood. Um, their dealership is loaded up with vehicles. They have the inventory. If you're in the market, MacHikeFlowwood.com. MacHikeFlowwood.com. We welcome in Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Out of Bounds Show. Lugs, everybody's on the edge of their seat here uh, for Ole Miss and, and Oklahoma over Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. But... But Jackson Dart, the quarterback out of Southern Cal, uh, whoever lands him, Ole Miss or Oklahoma, what will they be getting? I think the hottest commodity in the transfer portal uh, to this point, aside from Caleb Williams, obviously that's a you know a, a, a big get for Lincoln Riley and USC. But I, I think people have undervalued Jackson Dart in terms of the long-term viability of what he's going to bring. Um, I, I say that, and I'm going to give you some history here on this kid. This is, it's, it's really interesting. So this kid, he was in the state of Utah. After a very, very strong junior year, he was getting lightly recruited, probably not recruited to the point that he should have been, but nevertheless, just not seeing as much action. Then Utah decided to play high school football the fall of 2020 during the pandemic. And had they not done that, there is no way Jackson Dart would have even ended up at USC. He has a senior year that statistically was as good as I have ever seen over the last 16 years. He 67 touchdowns, over 4,600 yards, only turned the ball over three times, rushed for almost 1,200 yards. I mean, it was just – this is all in one season. So he, his recruitment happened late, and everybody got in on him. And I think that what they see is 
tremendous upside as a passer and a runner, a guy that's got a very, very bright future, ultra-talented, would be ideal in Lane Kiffin's offense. And I think that's one of the reasons, too, why Oklahoma is in on the sweepstakes is, is Jeff Levy and the offensive system and, and how he could fit. You know, with, with Oklahoma, as a competitor in the, in the sweepstakes, you've got Dylan Gabriel there. Jackson Dart does have a redshirt season. So it's going to be interesting to see if it comes down to those two schools, is it, okay, I want to play right away or be in the mix to play right away, or I have more of a long-term vision, I have no issue sitting and being the backup and maybe redshirting and then having another three years after that. So, you know, a big decision to be made for the young man, but I think he's really, really good, Bo. What Tom Luganville talking Jackson Dart on the Out of Bounds show and the bucked-up energy drinks guest line. So, Lukes, who's his college comp? Jackson Darts. Oh, that's a really, really good question. Um, put me on the spot on this one. He, to be honest with you, he's a lot like Matt Corral was. If 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 I'm gonna have something pop into my head on the spur of the moment, that lightning quick release, the ability to pull the trigger, uh, the ability to take the front door, take off and run, and be a dangerous guy with his feet. Um, I think the thing about him is he's a gunslinger. All right, he's one of those guys that plays with a riverboat gambler mentality. Uh, he can release the ball off balance. He can change his arm angles. Uh, just, he's a really functional QB. He's not one of those guys that is one-dimensional. Uh, things have to be perfect in order to get the ball off. That's, that's not the case with him. And I, I think that's one of the things that makes him dangerous is if he breaks the pocket, he can throw back across his body. He can make downfield throws off of pure arm strength. Um, so, you know, when the, when the game maybe breaks down or turns into a bit of a sandlot type of situation, he's kind of perfectly tailored for that. All right. So uh, you have him outside of Caleb Will Williams as the number one player in the transfer, as the number two player in the transfer portal, right? Oh, yeah. I think without question. I mean, to me, I think he's the hottest commodity he's got. And again, you know, he plays the quarterback position. Everybody's looking to upgrade at quarterback. Everybody's trying to figure out how do we get better than the opponent at quarterback. You know, we saw Harrison Bailey from Tennessee go to UNLV. I mean, I, I don't think he's a difference maker. We saw, uh, we, we've seen um, some other guys bounce around here and there. Robbie Ashford left Oregon. He's going to join uh, Auburn. And, of course, you know, Zach Calzada moves from A&M to Auburn. But as far as a guy that I think is a significant athletic and physical upgrade, I don't think there's anybody in Jackson Dart territory. Um, where is Max Johnson on your list of transfer portal QBs considering he moved from LSU to Texas A&M, Tom? He's up there because he played a lot. I, I think that's the thing is, you know, he went into last fall, and I know things didn't work out very well, but the guy had thrown in two starts, eight touchdowns to one interception, beats Florida on the road, um, played good football. And then when he played this year, played pretty good football. Hey, he's the reason LSU beat Texas A&M. I mean, it happened right in front of Jimbo Fisher's eyes. And so I think it was a fairly easy evaluation process for Texas A&M and the staff. You get a guy that played a lot of football. He's smart, son of an NFL uh, guy and Brad Johnson. So I thought that was a big pickup. I think any time, particularly at the quarterback position, where you can upgrade your depth and upgrade your talent with somebody that's played a lot, 
Because it's one thing to say, okay, well, we recruited this guy out of high school. We really, really liked him. Now he's in the transfer portal, but he hasn't played. That's, that's a different conversation. There's a lot more gray area in that because what you think is what you think. When a guy has played, it's not only what you think, it's also to some degree what you know because there's a sample size. I think that's really, really important in, in all of this. And so, you know, a guy like Jackson Dart playing a little bit with very average personnel, terrible in the offensive line. USC couldn't run the football, but he played enough to study him, right? And, and I think that's really, really important in all of this. So he could battle Jackson Dart could battle Luke Altmeyer. Um, yeah, oh yeah. You know, Altmeyer got thrown in the Sugar Bowl. I th- actually thought he looked pretty good, considering the circumstances. Um, sure. But but as far as comparing those two skill sets, you like Jackson Dart uh, above and beyond, head and shoulders above a Luke Altmeyer. That might be a bit of a stretch. I don't. I don't know if I want to say that just yet. Um, I do think he's got some attributes that are very, very unique, that are very impressive. Um, but far and ahead, that might be unfair to Luke Altmaier because you, look, listen, I like Luke Altmaier a lot too. We invited him to the Under Armour All American Game a year ago. Obviously, because of the pandemic, it didn't happen. So he's a high profile guy too. And you know, really, what this comes down to is, is wherever Jackson Dart goes, he's going to have to compete. Sure. You know, he's going to have to fight and battle. And that, that's the part in all of this, Bo, that I think gets glossed over. Is All these guys think the grass is greener on the other side and that there's going to be all of these opportunities and this and that. Well, what they're really saying is, I want to be handed the job. I don't know if I necessarily want to compete for one. So they're all looking at the depth chart. They're all trying to figure out, okay, well, where's the easiest path? And unfortunately, in football as in life, that's not how it works. No matter where you go, you're going to have to battle. You're going to have to fight. Like, for example, Zach Calzada. All right, Zach Calzada starts 10 games for Texas A&M. Well, why in the world would you be in the transfer portal? Do you want to know why? Because he probably went to Jimbo Fisher and said, hey, I expect to be the starter. And Jimbo Fisher told him, well, we're going to battle for the starting quarterback position here. And, and that's kind of how, that's how we do things. The, the, the quarterback's got to win the job. Zach Calzada probably didn't want to hear that. All right, because so, I'm trying to think of any other reason. Why would Dak Calzada be in the transfer portal? It's hard to find another reason. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show and the Corona Premier guest line. What? Okay, let's go to Georgia. We, uh, we feel like Bryce Young's going to be the best quarterback in the SEC next year, but Georgia just won the national championship with the walk-on. Stetson Bennett the fourth, who is... Uh, I mean, he's limited, Tom. He, he sure. but yeah. so now this has happened in the past at the pro level and the college level, where every now and then a team will move off, even though they just won a championship. So they were able to bottle it, do it, get it done. Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs, first time since 1980, as you know. Do you do you stay with Stetson Bennett, or do you hard charge for something for an upgrade at that position? knowing how limited and how low his ceiling may be. So it's interesting you ask this question because I think this question is directly tied into the situation that Georgia has already been through with Jake Fromm and Justin Fields. Because I, and, and I place zero blame on Kirby Smart in this one because you, you take over a team, right? You go into the season and you think Jacob Eason is going to be your guy. He ends up going down. Jake Fromm, the true freshman, comes in, 
all right? And holy smokes, lo and behold, you're playing for a national championship. You bring in Justin Fields. What are you supposed to do? Put Jake Fromm on the bench? How do you, how do you justify that? Without having Justin Fields earn it, without him battling and fighting and scrapping and, and really pushing you know, Jake Fromm and having to earn the thing, you can't just take Jake Fromm and put him on the bench. And so, I, listen, I get, what they, I get what they did and why they did it. The, the answer to the question that you're asking now, though, revolves more around who they have at quarterback, not just Stetson Bennett. Because I think if there's an area where Georgia has failed in recruiting, it's been the evaluation and signing of the quarterback position. I mean, they're the University of Georgia. And outside of Stetson Bennett, you know, they, they don't have a Bryce Young waiting in the wings. They don't have a C.J. Stroud. They don't have a Matt Corral. They don't have a Jackson Dart. All right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at that, and I'm going, all right, well, who do they have right now that's a better option than him? Who have they gone out and upgraded in recruiting that's a better not option than him? And I don't know if there is one. Hmm. So for now, the, for now, they just may be playing with the guy that just won him a national championship, which could be fine. You're going to have great players around him. Yeah. That's, listen, at the end of the day, that's how Stetson Bennett put himself in this position. He didn't have to do it by himself. He didn't have to play above and beyond his ability level. He was smart enough to recognize the situation he was in, get the ball into the hands of the playmakers, do what's asked of you, right? You're dominant on defense. You've got playmakers uh, everywhere. Even when George Pickens was, was injured, you still had really good players to work with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Georgia is right now, until they see a significant upgrade. Because I think that's the next phase, right? The next phase for Georgia, what is it? We know they're going to have access to great players. We know they're going to dominate their in-state recruiting. But here, here is the thing that I think stands out. Do you know what state Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson are from? Georgia. Georgia. The next evolution of that program is when that next guy comes along, he can't go to Clemson. He can't go to Auburn. He can't go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Whatever it, whoever it is and, and wherever it is, you, the University of Georgia, just won a national championship. You should have the access to every elite player at the quarterback position in the country, not just in your own state. And they've got to start getting some of those guys. Tom Luganbill on the Out of Bounds show. Let's, so, yeah, I think that there's a lot of risks there, though. I, I know it worked this year. And sure, we tend risk, to think, oh, well, it can work. But I think Bama's going to be better, and I think Ohio State's going to be better. But why, though? Look at the quarterback. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right, let me ask you this. With Georgia, I know it's not all settled yet, but with Georgia, yeah. and I know they've been recruiting, they may as well be number one, Bama, and now A&M. I mean, it's not a big difference, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, what kind of hit? I mean, are you expecting Georgia to be as loaded next year, Tom? No, not as maybe maybe loaded talent wise, not as loaded experience plus talent. Okay, in the sense that you know they're going to have some newer faces, but I don't think they'll have a drop off in talent. Okay, um, I just think you were able to play conservative football with Stetson Bennett, the four, sure. and if Bama and I expect them to take a step forward on offense. Uh, in Ohio State, I just don't know if you can still do it playing, like you said, with a guy who you just say, hey, don't screw it up. Um, because I just think that Bama and Ohio State, maybe one other team, Tom, will have enough firepower and playmaking ability where Alabama did not have that 
in the champion in the championship game, um, where you can't just use that model again. How about that? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I mean, listen, lightning striking in, you know twice in the same spot doesn't happen, right? So, yeah, yeah. What what is your upgrade? What is the thing that allows you to still hang with an Ohio State or an Alabama or even let's just say, you know, if Clemson gets their quarterback situation remedied. They've got the same level of players as Ohio State and Georgia and, and Alabama, so we can't count them out of the equation either. But um, I, I do think they're going to have to come up with something because now they've gone from being the hunter to the hunted, right? And not like they're not already getting everybody's best, but you know now now they're guaranteed to get that. But I I don't know how to answer that question without seeing more of a competitive balance within their two and three deep at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because where where does the upgrade come from, right? I, it, it, does Stetson Bennett all of a sudden become the entirely different guy than what he's been? No, he Probably is what not. he is. He, he, is, he what is what he is, yeah. and that's fine. He is what he is, and, and 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 that and that is fine. And you know he's done something that no other player in forty one years at quarterback. And keep in mind, you know there was a lot of hype around Aaron Murray. All right, you had you had David Green, you, you had Eric Zier, you had. I mean, I think we had DJ Shock Stafford. I mean, I mean, all these guys. Stafford, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these guys, and none of them got even close. Right. And this guy won a national championship, so you got to give him credit for that. But I, I do agree, he is what he is. Um. Okay. Are you surprised, Dabo? I mean, as hot as Clemson's been, and let's let's be honest, they've cooled as a program. It happens. You know, you you become the the flavor of the month overnight and you can cool overnight. Um, so are you surprised Dabo is not in the mix for Jackson Dart or Caleb Williams or any, you name it, you know more about more of them than I do, but are you surprised that he, because you always, if you can upgrade your room, upgrade it. Right. Are you surprised that they didn't go out and hunt a, Transfer QB, Tom. To some degree, yes, but I know they love Cade Klubnick, uh, the true freshman, who I think they believe will come in and not only battle DJ for the starting job, but could potentially beat him out. That being said, given the transfer portal, given the fact that they had exits, not entries, they had two walk-ons that were their second and third string quarterback in the Cheez-It Bowl, would have led me to believe that, okay, maybe we need to go get a guy that's played some. Right. And whether that's, you know, a Jackson Dart, a Caleb Williams, whoever it is, somebody that has played a little bit to really come in. And, and, and again, and I've said this before about Clemson, the whole goal, and, and you know, I know he, that, that Dabo's taken a lot of heat on this. And, you know, the whole goal of the transfer portal is to make your roster better. Okay. Well, are there answers out there at quarterback that could potentially do that? Maybe so. Absolutely. Maybe so, but, 99.9% of the other players at every other position in college football, how many of them are actually more talented than what Clemson currently has or Alabama or Georgia or Ohio state. All right. You're seeing so many of these other programs. All right. Like let's just take Michigan state from last year. They went out, did a phenomenal job in the transfer portal. Phenomenal. But they had some real deficiencies on their roster, not talented enough, not deep enough. So when that's the case, there may be a bunch of guys in the transfer portal that are better than what you currently have. But when you're in the top 1%, which a Clemson is, an Alabama is, a Georgia is, 
When a guy's not, when a guy's in the transfer portal, why is he there? Well, he's because he's not playing where he's currently at. Well, if he's not playing where he's currently at, how is he supposed to go beat out somebody in Alabama? I mean, that, that, that's I, I, I see, I can see it through Dabo's eyes. Now, does that mean that you don't find a situation here or there, and you say, okay, this is the right fit, so we're going to take a flyer here and we're going to go do this? I'm not saying you don't do that. In fact, I think that Dabble probably needs to look at that a little bit harder as it re- relates to maybe a respective position or two. But by and large, people that are suggesting, why aren't you going in and, and, and recruiting the transfer portal? I totally see why he's not. Mm. Boy, I think he's given up a great opportunity to add, you know, three to five players every year um, when everybody – but his other, the Sabins and, you know, others are, are doing it. So Yeah, well, no, now, hold on a second, though. Let's, let's look at that. With Alabama, they brought in two guys, all right? Two guys that they knew were upgrades, that they had recruited heavily, that had been finalists for their services at the high school level. They didn't go out and target a bunch of guys. Two, Henry Toto and Jameson Williams. All right, so those guys, were they upgrade? Yes. All right, did they help in depth? Yes. So you've answered the two questions. But by and large, I mean, that's two guys in a transfer portal of 2,500 players at, at, at one point. Yeah. And they happen to hit on both of them. I think the other thing that Dabo worries about a little bit, and I don't blame him here because I think all the coaches worry about this. You better do your homework in the transfer portal because what you don't want to do is you don't want to bring in a bad element to your locker room, Right. You better find out, was this guy a locker room lawyer at his previous place? Was he an off-the-field issue? Was he a complainer? Was he a finger pointer? What type of guy is he? What, what are some of the reasons why he's in the transfer portal? Because the last thing you want to do is think you're upgrading with talent and bring a bad guy into your program. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but for, for Dabo to not be a top-three recruiter, to, to even dream of playing for it again, um. It, it, they they've got to uh, they've got to go at least get a couple of guys every year. We'll see though. Tom Luganville, we'll national college football analyst with ESPN, on the Out of Bounds show. All right, what do you think about Kendall Browse possibly going? I mean, he's a phenomenal play caller. He's done a great job at Arkansas. That's been, you know, they they haven't necessarily just had an abundance of offensive talent, skill talent, so right. Um, there are rumors that he could go to Miami. Uh, do you really like him as an OC and play caller? I do. I think he's really, really sharp. I think he's always kind of been ahead of the curve and, you know, one step ahead of other people. I know all, oftentimes in that offense, many of the things that they were doing in those early successful years under Art Briles have been mimicked and copied by some of the college football's best programs. So there's obviously some proof in the pudding there. Um, listen, I, I think that he's, he's always looking for ways to be innovative. He's always looking for ways to maybe advance what they're already doing, already doing, get a couple of new wrinkles. But what I like most about their mentality is they are, that was an air raid foundation that transformed into a run first, uh, fast paced, high tempo play action offense in the passing game. And so they've done a great job of evolution through the course of college football, not just kind of stuck to the, the, the true air raid. They've really kind of made their own mark. And, you know, Lincoln Riley did this a little bit. I think Jeff Levy's done it. I, there's, there's Dana Holgerson has become a guy that's run the football a lot. Neil Brown 
wants to run the football a lot. And, and I think a lot of that started with Art and Kendall Bryles at Baylor. 30 seconds. Do you think Anthony Richardson can be with Napier in Gainesville? Do you think yeah. AR-15 Anthony Richardson can be a star in college football at some point? Yeah, potentially. You know, I, I think we, what we saw with Levi Lewis at Louisiana in that offense with – when I say that, comparatively speaking, with the players that Louisiana was playing with compared to their group of five brethren and, you know, the advantages that they had personnel-wise, maybe early on, Florida's not going to have some of those advantages yet. They're going to have to recruit to that. But I do think the offensive system and the fit and what they want to be does fit uh, Anthony Richardson's uh, skill set. Bam. Thanks, Tom Luganville. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN on Jackson Dart. As a player, and the fact that uh, it's a good thing he played his senior year during the pandemic in Utah when they decided to make it a go, and he became a more sought-after recruit, eventually landed at Southern Cal, and now we'll see if he goes to Ole Miss or Oklahoma. Tom joined us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Bucked Up. Energy Drinks guest line. That scares Blake every time I say it. It's the energy drink with the deer and the antlers. Check it out. Try it. You'll love it. We are the Out of Bounds Show, presented by Bank Plus. Hour number three coming up. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.